you know, super early, but I'm going to hit on a few things. Uh, number one, DeMontis Sabanis might be the most underrated player in the league. Uh, a beast down on the low block. You know, he's got his pop skill set, beautiful touch around the rim. You know, such a great, for, such a great feel for the game down there on the low block. He's like a traditional big mixed with today's big. So uh, can run the floor, can pass the ball, can shoot the ball. But down there on the block, you know, he go up with his left hand, right hand. He's got good post moves. Um, you know, great touch around the basket. Uh, just so fundamentally sound. But what stands out is how physically imposing he is. Strong. You know, the dude is jacked. Uh, he can move, agile, mobile. Uh, you know, he can jump. He can run. Uh, very, very special talent. There's not many bigs like this in the league anymore. I think Indiana has a great core with him. You know, uh, with Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren, him, and then let's see what happens with Oladipo. But he's only 24 years old. You know, again, great touch, great skill set, um, great feet, you know, and, and just a very smart player. Stays within his role, really embraces and establishes his territory on the block and punishes you. Uh, he's going to put up numbers this year. He's going to be an all-star again this year. Uh, but, you know, the eye test is what stands out to him. He's not going to get on TV a lot. It's the Pacers, smaller market, and his game may not be flashy but the guy is a good ass nba basketball player and he's going to be good for a very very long time uh you know the pacers got something special number two the clippers did exactly what i was telling y'all that they need to do unleash your hoopers what that means is put the ball in the hands of one of the smoothest hoopers to ever play this game paul george let him initiate offense let him run the offense put get him in rhythm early allow him to run the pick and roll you know, a lot of drive kick. I love what they did. You know, they didn't make many offseason adjustments, but I thought I told you they didn't need to. They needed to tweak the offense. Had they tweaked the offense last year and not tried to run it through Kawhi just because he's Kawhi, they would have gone further because their defense fell apart because their offense wasn't firing. You had all these defensive pieces that were never, ever engaged on that end because they were never, ever fully engaged on one page on offense. So now you got PG with the ball in his hands. He's going to go off for 30. He's going to put up 25, 30. And I think uh, if you keep him in this rhythm, the Clippers are going to be dangerous and the Clippers are back in play to win the West. Abaka was a great addition. Uh, one thing I love about Ty Lue, smart. He knows what this league is. Spread the court. Let your guys go. Lou Will can go get a bucket whenever. Paul George can go get a bucket whenever. He didn't lock his guys. Kawhi Leonard, guess what? I'm going to put you tri in triangle sets. Beautiful. You get your face-up game. You get your spots on the elbow. You get to pick and pop. You get to do all these things. You know, we get to run through you like we would with Carmelo, but you get to go with, you know, your mid-post isolations, all these things in a out of a triangle offense. So now everyone's in rhythm. Everyone has something for them within the system. Now you got to go deal with them on offense, and they're firing. They're moving the ball. Everyone's getting touches, and those shots start falling. When those shots start falling, you run back on defense, and you, and you try to get a stop every time. You rotate. You play for each other on defense when you play for each other on offense. That tweak was put the ball in PG's hands, get this guy in rhythm because he's a rhythm player. Let's see what happens. Super early, but keep an eye on this. I'll speak on it again. Next one, Luka Doncic. Purist, right? Very rare to call someone a purist at that age, but he is. Uh, advanced skill set, uh, you already know. Magician, eye test, out, the, out of this world. Here's the issue, and here's where I'm worried. They've given him the MVP tag. They've somehow made him a favorite for the MVP. And they're speaking on the Mavs like they're going to go deep. But listen, and the Mavs are good. Rick Carlisle's a great coach. You got Jalen Brunson. You got Tim Hardaway Jr., Kristaps Porzingis, Trey Burke off the bench, uh, Willie Colley-Stein. And and Luca and and you know you you know run this out, but I mean they were a six seed last year. So where is this expectation coming from? 
They're speaking on Luca right now the way they were speaking on LeBron in 06 and 07. They're speaking on Luca right now the way they were speaking on Durant in 2012. You know, the way they were speaking on D Rose in 2011. Like, is he there yet? Maybe he's two years away. But what this does is it puts him in a tricky spot. This could go the other way. All this hype. What if he doesn't win the MVP? You know what you got to do to win the MVP? You got to be a top three seed, at least in the West. Right? And that's going to be tough for the Mavs to do. You got the Lakers. You got the Clippers. You got the Nuggets. You got the Jazz. You know, you got the, depending on what happens with the Rockets, you got all these good squads. Memphis is coming. Phoenix is coming. Success in this league, accolades in this league, and all this acclaim is situational. The ability's there. He's good enough, but I'm saying, is the situation to that point yet? I don't think so. So to expect him to win MVP this year, he's going to have to go to a whole nother fucking level. And the names I said, the LeBron, the Durant, like that's all Galaxy all-time talents. That is a, a, a tough thing to ask someone to do this early in their career. You know, um, like Carmelo Anthony right out of Denver was polished, was smooth as hell, but they weren't giving him these tags, but he was winning. He was taking them to the playoffs. They were getting out of the first round. You know, Luca. I mean, the Mavs were a succeed, but like, what are people expecting from the Mavs? You know, let's see. Let's see. I don't want this to go the other way because I know how narratives work. A couple, you know, first round exits, the Mavs don't get out. And now it's like, oh, is Luca overrated? Was Luca overgassed? Well, yeah, because you guys did that to him, right? I don't want him to you know, suffer because of that, because the guy is a polished basketball player. The ability is all the way there. But to put these expectations and these labels, I don't know how he's MVP favorite so quick. Um, you know, you, you really got to, things got to really line up with the entire organization. So, you know, I hope that he doesn't fall victim to this because the West is tough and the West, nothing is guaranteed. And they're basically asking him to go to a whole level of LeBron or Durant or like, you know, or D Rose in the MVP year. That's tough to do in the West. Um, you know, last one, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, who the fuck is going to beat them in the East? If they're playing like this, beautiful basketball, again, another player's coach, this is the future of the league. Steve Nash ain't locking his guys. Steve Nash is not playing that traditional old school style of basketball. He knows what this is. He knows where the league's headed. It is like a, you, you space the floor, you run the, he's combined the warrior system. The one that we just saw the, the Dubs of Katie run. And he's, and he's combined it with the Dentoni seven seconds or less. They're running and gunning. Everyone's touching the ball. Everyone's going to eat. I like what they got with G Jordan and uh, Allen up front in the front court, protecting the rim, playing the pick and roll, catching lobs. Um, you know, you got Karis LeVert off the bench, who was nice. Uh, you know, very good young player. Uh, he's underrated too. Um, then you got Spencer Dinwiddie. And then you got two of the, the most skilled guys at each position. Kyrie's the most skilled point guard ever. Kevin Durant's probably the most skilled. Yeah, he's the most skilled small forward ever. Arguably the two best at the position ever think about that i mean these guys are going to put on a show these guys are going to be fun to watch they just got to stay healthy i love the um the brand of basketball they're playing you know again they're going to hit shots they're going to run you out of the gym um they're going to put on a show they're going to be on highlight reels and uh katie's back where he left off you know and, and that's scary for the league uh that's the best player in the world in my mind you know Kyrie Irving is fully fully empowered here. You know guys like Kenny Atkinson and Brad Stevens are old school. They have a tendency to lock the guy. Kyrie is just let go now, and you're going to see a level of brilliance from him, like I said, that you haven't seen from a point guard in a long, long time. This is about to be Kyrie in the 2016 Finals for a whole year, basically, because he's got a Hoopers coach now and he's unleashed. You know, so the Nets, I don't know who beats them if they're healthy. They're coming out of the East, and I think if they're healthy, they're coming out of the East for the next three years. Beautiful basketball. I don't think they need to trade for James. I love their depth. I love how they're playing, how they they got the perfect storm. I don't think they need to ruin that right now. 
and they got the two best players arguably ever at their position. <laughs> Scary. <laughs>